The Help Me Helen show is recorded live in Charlottesville, Virginia, a world-class city. That's the thing is when my wife goes out of town, I'm not like, oh, man, I'm going to go out and party. I'm going to, you know, like I, 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 I think of I get excited about all the foods that I can make for myself. Like, I it's, not, it's not even like, oh, I don't have to cook or, I don't, oh, I don't have to eat at home. I can go out and eat junk food. But no, it's, it's, it's the excitement about being able to cook and prepare for myself. All these dishes that my wife dislikes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the excitement of my bachelorhood right there is, is cooking and cleaning while listening to, like, the Wu-Tang record. <laughs> <laughs> like you know just (laughs) that's pretty much that i I mean that's seriously that's exactly what happens is that i you know put on the wu-tang record and you know pump the speakers up and you know and like old an old dirty bastard is like doing like the hype man stuff and i'm getting excited while making stuffed peppers because rebecca's not a stuffed pepper person got it yeah (laughs) so i'm just like all right making stuffed peppers and um and, and and eating a lot of kimchi, sure, yeah. just things that Rebecca's sort of just n- not into, yeah. Which is you which know is cool, cool because I'm not into. I mean, I'm not really a picky eater, but I'm sure there's something. I'm sure there's something. I'm sure there's something. I'm I'm sure there's something like I don't, know. I don't know, strawberry flavored milk. I'm not into that. Are you Actually, into that's that? f- no, I'm totally not into. I dislike. I I dislike flavored milk in general. There you go. I hit huh. that nail right on the head, didn't I? Wow. How did you know? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Huh. Maybe huh. it's because I'm afraid of the quick bunny. <laughs> quick bunny is a little scary. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like what cl- he the quick bunny for me is kind of what clowns are to a lot of children. Mm. There's you know there's not a, you can't pinpoint why you're afraid of the character but you just are. Yeah. Quick bunny. Yeah, quick bunny. Maybe just because huh. his ears were so long. Maybe. I, I don't think I can visualize the quick bunny, but I'm gonna actually. That's the thing I'm gonna you do had next. Long, long ears. Long ears. I'm like, gonna flavor your milk. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's like, and also that's the thing is why is a rabbit representing not only dairy fake dairy products, but like flavored fake flavored fake dairy products. I enjoy vanilla flavored milk. Like, no, I don't enjoy to drink it. I enjoy um. that there is a vanilla flavored milk. You know, like that happens to me when I go to, you know, fat, not fast food, but like if you go to like, um, oh, geez, any place where you see the little horizon uh, red oh, milk cartons, yeah. you know, and it's like, like so you can't ever guarantee that there's a chocolate milk, which is obviously sure, chocolate, but then there's yeah. like a, a a white colored milk yeah. next to it, and you really have to look at it because it could either be regular milk or it could be vanilla milk, and you don't know that it's right. vanilla milk until your child takes a sip and is Shit. like, "This is delicious," and you're like, "When did you like milk so much?" And then you realize there's like 47 grams of sugar in. <laughs> This tiny carton of milk. And we're like, why did you have to... Like, milk is just yeah. milk-flavored. Just yeah. drink the milk. And, yeah, no. I mean, I get, like, vanilla-flavored ice cream. And, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't, so think, much about I don't that. think people appreciate how potentially, uh, even when you are buying things and not going to fast food or anything, like, how, how in, in potentially dangerous um, cooking for yourself could be. Yeah. So, 
so I, I'm the cook in the family. Like I, I, uh, you know, um, you know, my, my wife can cook and she can, and she can bake like a mofo, you know, mm. like, I mean, like, just serious, like, you know, and I don't have patience for that. Cause mm-hmm. that, like, that's, there's like science involved. Yeah, exactly. Science and math. Oh, oh sure. Like, oh, goodness gracious. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, it's everything for me is just an improvisation. You know? So, yeah. So I, uh, but that improvisations are you know like they are in music can be dangerous mm-hmm. the, the the potential for falling on your face mm-hmm. very uh, very acute risk uh, as it were mm-hmm. uh, so really the, 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 the worst story from my culinary tales uh, was that I and, and again this might you know might explain why stuffed peppers are not. Regularly on the menu <laughs> at my house. True culinary tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the frightening stories of dishes gone wrong. Yeah, no, um, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, is it a communist plot? I don't. Yeah, but but so. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I, I was making these stuffed poblano peppers. Mm. And the thing about poblanos is that typically they're pretty mild. Like mm-hmm. they're they're they can have a little more of a kick than a, a bell pepper, mm-hmm. but they can also be on the same strength as a jalapeno. Yeah, and. Um, so I was cooking, I was stuffing, and I had like the, this, this like sort of spicy uh, like sausage and onion and cheese and like I was you know like so this, the stuff the filling was tasted very good but had a kick to it mm-hmm. and I was expecting the poblano peppers to be on bell pepper yeah sort of sure but the bell peppers as it turns out were among the variety of poblano peppers that were closer to jalapenos and and so and I handled them. <sighs> Um, and I use a little melon baller to mm-hmm. scrape out the veins and the seeds and all that good stuff like you're supposed to and when you're trying to stuff a pepper. And I did that and then did not wash my hands. And then I was chopping onion and got stuff in my eyes. And I started wiping my face oh, and no. eyes with poblano vein oh. juice. Oh, no. And again, it is the thing. Oh, is, so no. Poblano, so poblano should not, again, like in my, I thought at the time of, shoot, it's like a poblano pepper. It's just, it's like a mild pepper, but. I don't need my eyesight. I mean, oh, really, yeah. when I, when I, when I <laughs> so just, just, let's just put it this way. So I combined uh really obscene words together that I had never <laughs> Woven together before, and uh, you know, and and again, this, this is a rate, you know, family friendly radio, so I won't go there. But he, I said some, and we were living in a one bedroom apartment in Chicago, like an old building, and and you know, like there, there's like you know, like an inch gap under the door into the hallway. Oh, sure. So yeah. I'm sure that like everyone in my section of the building heard <laughs> awful, horrible things that should woo, never be. Woo, woo. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so but but the, you know it, it culminated in me being in the shower with butter, like butter. Yeah, because you know because uh, dairy. Oh right, right. Like if you're if if you eat something spicy, you can drink drink your dairy. Drink and, dairy and, 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 exactly. Like the drink, same drink milk or yeah or, or butter or another because they're the um uh, the molecules um in um and and lactose. Evidently lock into and they fit perfectly within the the pepper um, 
proteins. And so, so don't have, use lactose-free milk. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, right. Because right. that won't work. And I think also like it can't be like f- like like fat-free. Can or it like, be flavored? Yeah, 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 it's milk, be, okay, it can't be a free <laughs> yeah, Right, that's an interesting question. Right, yeah. They're all like, oh man, there is vanilla flavored milk in my eyes. Vanilla flavored milk in my eyes. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm just pouring quick in my eyeballs because that is just the horrible images of the quick bunny. I know, exactly. See, maybe this is why I'm afraid of them. You know, it's because I was worried that that's what it was going to come to. That's what's going to happen. Is that it was going to be like, all right, well, my eyes are burning. Uh, Just, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go for the quick. Gonna go for the quick. Yeah. Grab it. Right. Grab it and go. So uh, you're in the shower, butter in your eyes. Buttering my eyes, and my wife came home uh, to find a swearing man yelling swear swear words very loudly and put, with butter in his eyes face. And, yeah. So that. So that, anyway, that that was that was the that was that was what we <laughs> called rock bottom. Rock bottom. <laughs> that was rock bottom in in Drew's culinary uh, exploits. Got it. Yeah, but 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 since then, I'm more careful with my peppers, and you know, always wash my hands. Even if it's a bell pepper, I'll wash my hands. Wash your hands, because who knows? Who knows? I you know, it's interesting because I I do um, when when Meredith's away, I I do one of two things. I either cook the things that I know that she she doesn't like to eat, or um, I do like a compound. I'll I'll cook the things that I know that she doesn't like to eat, and I eat them day after day after day <laughs> for every meal. You know, and yeah. so <laughs> and so I'll go and I'll like make <laughs> a meatloaf. You know, and I'll have like meatloaf sandwich, meatloaf dinner, um, or I'll get like the big. The big tray of chicken breasts, and she and she doesn't she doesn't mind chicken, but she like she's like a once every three or four days chicken, and oh. and, and it has to be prepared and kind of resembled differently, you know, like so you can't you can't I mean like is is the closest she'll get is like a curry chicken on a Monday. And then, like, maybe, uh, I don't know, a full, like, a chicken parm on a Thursday. Okay. You know, like, they can't yeah. really resemble each other. And so, yeah, I'll just, like, man, I'll just make, like, all the chicken breasts. And I'll have, like, chicken salad. And then I'll have chicken, like, chicken on a salad. And I'll have, like, chicken just every, like, the same way every day. Nice. The, every night. I'll just yeah. make, this is my night. I'm having chicken and I'm having... I'm having a vegetable and I'm having a starch and everyone's happy, day in day out. This is this. That's what I do. Oh, and, and she, and uh, best, and she the, wouldn't tolerate it. Yeah, no, I hear that. It's fun, it, you know. But I, I just want to point out that it's really <laughs> amusing that our version. I think this is the difference between single people and married people, right? So, like, single, like, oh, my better half's out of town. I'm totally gonna go out drinking with my buddies, and we're gonna go to the club. We're gonna go. You know, we're gonna go like hit the streets. Uh, married people, <laughs> married people say, "I'm making a meatloaf." I'm making a meatloaf, and it's my meatloaf, <laughs> right? And I'm serving it on like the smallest plate that I ha- uh, that that we own, so that I don't have to do <laughs> any dishes. Any dishes. Totally true. And you're watching an old episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh yeah. And you're and you're wearing those like work shorts. Oh yeah. That your wife hates that you wear. Oh god. Outside yes. when you're mowing, oh, but you're like, so but, hey, good. but like, hey, I'm mow, I'm mowing the yard, but you know, but it's I guess it's 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 still kind of it's it's February right now, so it's still 
wintery, I guess. And <laughs> you Virginians call it wintery. <laughs> wintery. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I had, I, yeah, so, uh, I'll get to this in a moment. I had a nice Chicago moment earlier, but okay. but yeah, but wearing the just uh, shorts with like the holes in inappropriate places. Oh, heck and yeah, you're man! Eat, you're eating, you're eating your curry chicken meatloaf, <laughs> and you're really enjoying the fact that you aren't going to do any dishes. No. Nope. And you're like, ah. Let it pile up yeah. in the sink. Yeah, you know, see, let it I'm, pile up. I'm my own person. <laughs> <laughs> Today about High Street, which is the second track, which is really, um, uh, it, I don't know, it's an interesting song because it got it got edited so much, more so than the horn section and compass got edited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> High Street changed keys, it changed uh, mm. time signatures, uh, it did a total... Um, 180 from what what it used to be, and I remember I used to sing. High, so I wrote I wrote High Street a, a few years ago, and I sang it. And if um and if I've got an original recording, I'll clip it here. Well, I finally found my way. Home. I've been looking for a while. And then you'll see what I mean when I'm saying that it was a little jaunty. Um, it, it was like it was like a hoedown. It was like a high street hoedown. It had like this this jammy kind of a thing that wasn't really working with the lyrics, you know. And I remember like playing it for you, and I'm like, oh, it's a song that I wrote. I really like it, but um, you know, I don't think the lyrics and the music really match up. And and it always gets to like the last verse. I talk about my dad, and in the last verse. And I, at, the t- at the same time, I'm playing like this super happy, like way up in the capo land, like G chord happiness. And just didn't, it didn't really work. It worked yeah. enough, but I never felt as good as it, as it could be. But you know, eventually settled on to, uh, well, it eventually ended up in F major. Because I guess that's my job here is to like talk about the boring <laughs> details of it. That it's yeah, so it's in the key of F major, uh, which is of course relative to D minor, which would be one of the more uh, darker keys. Um, I mean, there's the joke about D minor being the saddest old keys, and it's like there's like, like a that's a, like a spinal tap joke or something, you know. And I think like sometimes that's bogus, but like in terms of like the range that you sing in and the range of the guitar, I think there's actually some truth to that. I think on piano it's different. I think. G minor, the sadder key, but anyway, that, that's that's nice, 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 nice here. There. Next song, or G there. minor. Yeah, let's do this. Where you need to write a tune in G yep. minor. Yep. <laughs> but it. yeah, but yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's an it's an F major relative to D minor. So I think that um, there are just certain voicings, um, both bass and bass and guitar, and and then also just um, your vocal range, and then Kelly's vocal range mm-hmm. together. That um, you know, there's a bittersweet feel to it mm-hmm. and I think that that kind of worked out really in an ideal way mm-hmm. it was and it's the song that that we released from side a as the single so mm-hmm. it's the song that 
uh, radio stations, you know, kind of have. That's right. And yeah. if they wanted to, if they wanted to play something from us, if anybody wanted to, to uh, ask them to, or if they wanted to, that's that's what they would be directed to play. And it was, it was a, it was a close, um, it was a close tie, you know, between uh, High Street and Catch My Breath as far as like what yeah. was going to be out there um, first, and High Street won out. And I, I, and I'm, it's a song really proud of and I'm glad yeah. uh, I'm glad of how it uh evolved to what it is now and how we played as a group and yeah, you know, it's, it's got some good it's probably my favorite tune to play live yeah actually. it's a it's a yeah I mean not that I like there are other tunes where I get to like you know even accomplish from last week I get to play some little bass solos or whatever and that mm-hmm. I really enjoy that but and improvise and play around with with Zach you know and try mm-hmm. to like see if we can kind of get into some new territory but uh I just think the arrangement is really tight on it and it, it um uh, that it's in six again kind of also matches that you know like it, it kind of feels like you know in six especially sort of the tempo we're taking it at it almost has a bit of a drinking sea shanty kind of feel to mm-hmm. it and I think that those tunes again are really good at being that fulfilling that sort of seeming contradiction of like sad lyrics and sort of upbeat Music mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. the fields, you know, the inst- the instrumentation, or whatever, it can sound like brighter and it's deceptive. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that. I but. call that the Natalie Merchant effect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Natalie Merchant songs are like all really happy sounding, but if you listen to the lyrics, it's like, oh, yeah. dear, yeah, uh, right. And the lyrics to this song are are probably uh, kind of the the other side of of compass as far as like uh, relatability. Um, but, you know, in that, I'm, I'm always hopeful that people listen to anything that I write and not only enjoy it, but, you know, also can find some truth in it to themselves or, or you know, for themselves and, and enjoy it on, on that level. But um, the, the song as a whole lyrically kind of came about from this trip that I made down there when my mom got sick um, uh, the year before she died. And I, I went down and I drove and it was like freezing cold. It was like New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. And I'm down there and everything is you know, exactly the same. Like, if you think about your childhood neighborhood and you can kind of remember maybe who had what kind of Christmas lights or, you know, so Christmas lights were still up. It was totally creepy. It was just, I'm like driving this route from my hometown to like this hospital that my mom is at and I'm I'm passing all this stuff and it's just like haunting. It's just like terribly haunting. And so that's kind of where the, the backbone of, the lyrics came from, which yeah. which is just sort of like, so like the I, I, I love you, but I've got to leave is not necessarily to a person as much as it is like, man, I love my hometown. Ooh, I'm yeah. not, I don't want to come back though. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I love you all. Uh, I got to go. I got to right. go. Right. You know, and I'll come back, but eh, for right now, like I got to, I got to go. Um, and just sort of those emotions that come with, I think anytime anyone goes back to, haunt you know uh, mm-hmm. a place where yeah. a college or somewhere that was just a uh, uh, uh there during your formative part of something like mm-hmm. a core mm-hmm. one of your core memories that you kind of go to and always will be there interesting yeah oh yeah I I that's interesting no, I, no really that's a, no it's it, very educational I mean, actually, it's it's one of the few times where I've listened to you talk about a tune and been like, you know, yeah, that's 
kind of what I thought it was about. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that, that's saying that, like, it, it's not, the lyrics are interesting and beautiful and all, like, you know, that, you know, and kind of take you on on the journey there. Um, but, it, you know, it, it was like, all right, that's, yeah. You know, well, it's kind of like eating something where you where, like to go back to the cooking bit. I mean, it's it's kind of like eating something that you know what's in it. You know, like it's kind of yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like someone's like, hey, this is a burrito with chicken and peppers and yeah. cheese and beans. And then you taste it. You're like, oh, this has chickens and peppers. Yeah. And beans. <laughs> like, it's right. like, you know, I don't know. Well, I think and, and uh, you lyrically. And so this is actually, I'm going to throw this curveball at you here. Oh. Like, so the, um, to me, it. the songwriters that I, that I work with, songwriters who, I, in the, this is, you know, like they're in two categories in my head. Um, the people who are trying to be poets and the people who are trying to be comedians. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You do, I think everyone does a little bit of both. Like, sure. You know, like, and that's, that's the, I'm just sort of introducing the concept of a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. But this would be one of those tunes where it's kind of like more comedian and what I mean by that is that you're not talking about something that's funny you're talking about something that's somewhat kind of like painful or yeah. or deep but the idea is that a comedian's job is to not like obscure language and you know they're there to tell you a truth but the rhythm of it is mm. what really sells it you know and that like I mean and the, 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 the wording and the order and everything has to be very deliberate and mm-hmm. and creative don't get me wrong but it's all about how the rhythm lines up, mm-hmm. and I think in this particular tune, especially the way it ended up on the record and how we do it live and how we're going to do it momentarily, is that it's you know that um, like the pickups into the chorus, like just rhythmically the attack there, is really what makes the idea very clear to a, a listener. <laughs>
him in the ground And I tell him all about my little girl I love you but I've gotta leave And I promise I will see you again Thanks for listening to the Help Me Helen Show.